You are listening to the Mental Health Monday podcast. I also have never hit a deer in my life. Not You're going to hit one on the way home If you buy a Tesla, I might smack you across the face. Feel hesitant to reach out to Don't us. Don't reach out. <laughs> if you see me on the street and you're driving, please Run hit me, me over. <laughs> here and uh it's goose season or geese season however you want to pluralize them and there's these two that are on the road and like they're on the road but like one's smaller than the other so it's like a mom and a son or like a newborn whatever and i'm just i'm getting ready to pass them and i'm like i wish a motherfucker would step in that road like, I, I'm 200 yards away, and I see him, and I'm like, please, go in the middle of the road. And then I thought, there was a comedian, or somebody was talking about it, and I had that recurrent thought. You never see dead geese in the middle of the road because people are so intimidated by them, even when they're in massive automobiles. Like You also can get fined. You can? For hitting a goose, yeah. Well, that's a bunch of bullshit. What's the reason on that one? You have hunting know. season, but you, well, I don't understand. I don't understand anything about hunting and rules and roadkill and like. If, so if so, if a well, deer I feel runs like out, for, you're at fault. If a de- if you hit a deer, I feel but like you can for, shoot deer during hunting season. But if a goose steps out or is invading the middle of the road, you can't just run them down. I feel like because anytime I've seen geese in the road, they just kind of like saunter. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you hit one, you either meant to hit it or you like weren't paying attention. Yeah, but I get sighted when I hit a deer that jumped out in front of me because I was allegedly going too fast. Okay, that makes a bunch of sense, but whatever. I don't know. Rules the deer, the deer's like, I would like to press charges. <laughs> <laughs> I also have never hit a deer in my life. Not You're going to hit one on the way home tonight. God dang it. I just spent $5,000 to redo my porch and back patio, so I don't need to hit a deer right now. (laughs) Happy vacation to me. All the deer in Hamilton are like, we're going to get this motherfucker. White Subaru, you got it, chief. Oh, my God. Uh, Welcome back. Episode 30. Um, This is, uh, we are two episodes away. I've declared my myself without telling Ben before season finale, even though we've skipped a few weeks. Um and we're not going to do anything special for it. It's just going to be an ordinary episode, but we got to wrap this season up so we can attempt to make some changes that I want to make because it's my podcast and I do whatever I want. So that being said, we're closing in on it. Uh, we did it, the season of us so far, yeah. incredibly. So that was fun. Hasn't completely fallen apart? No, I think we did. I mean, for what it's worth, we did mediocre at best, but I'm not I'm not disappointed in it. And like some of the content was good, yeah. so... You know, a few good minutes out of it. Yeah, I mean, enough to put together some bits and pieces. Like most of it was at the end, so just yeah. Actually, advice. all of our episodes we have taken like five hours to record, and we just get <laughs> we it down do. to the usable hour. <laughs> Editing, is and even unreal. part of that usable hour isn't really usable. <laughs> well, we got to fill the time, you know. And I got to be out of here. We're at eight oh six right now. I got to be out of here by nine fifteen. So <laughs> I mean, game on, like Travis game Pastrana on. says. 
Yeah. But it's been good. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy doing this still. It's still a deep passion of mine, and I think it's helped me and Ben a lot over the weeks and years that yeah. we've been started this up. And it's something that even on my depressed days I look forward to because it, it's all about the feedback and the yeah. response to. And sure. I've been talking to a few other podcasters that listen to our episodes. Andy Kite as well listens to every episode. Lindsay listens to every episode. So thank you guys so much for keep coming back and actually taking the time an hour just to listen to us talk about something or nothing at all i mean it just yeah. it, it definitely helps and yeah, i just um, want to see it grow alan in our group chat will uh post a screenshot every monday yeah. <laughs> like when we, when we have the episodes and he'll just put good morning ben <laughs> imagine how much better and more growth we would have if we just simply promoted it like we this is all unpromoted too we have yeah. like our 46 loyal cincinnati when listeners. i remember <laughs> i post about it i was like today i did i was gonna even post something today be like good morning no mental health monday because i'm on vacation catch us next week and <laughs> then i didn't even do that so i mean but like what are you promoting and if how are hmm, I was like, how do you promote something that you don't have something to promote like on a skip week? Lots of thoughts in my brain. It was a weird day. I'm on vacation. I fucking hate it. I hate take. I'm okay. So workaholics will understand this mindset. I hate taking vacations because I don't know what to do with my time, and it's my time, and I have. Uh, a lot of options. I have a lot that I can accomplish. I can get stuff done around the house. I can go places. And I had originally planned on going to Arizona on Wednesday. Or so from Wednesday to Sunday, I would come back sun this coming Sunday. That fell through um, for personal reasons. And so I was like, well, if I'm going to be at home and I'm forced to take this vacation and it's my birthday week... Um, I was trying to make something out of it. And so uh, Saturday, to kick it off, we went out to Legends. And I'll make this in my two positives and positive and negative, too, so we can two birds, one stone it. Um, first positive is that kicked it off going to Legends. Uh, Sarah was there. Uh, death Tax from uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, three hours away. Joey Kaufman played. Uh, not a huge turnout, but not a bad turnout. And it was like a lot of rock bands. Uh, just good environment overall. Had fun. Uh, great to get to kick it off and just do something. Uh, recording this on Monday. So yesterday I did absolutely nothing except watch TV. And then um, the today did literally absolutely nothing again. I did laundry, went for my walk. Um, but my uh, first positive is this upcoming week. Uh, so Wednesday is May Day Parade at Bogarts, and then it's also the most violent show of the season, Two Piece at Legends. And I have to pick. And originally I said I don't want to be around violence right now. I'd rather just go to May Day Parade, be in my emotions, have fun with. I think we got a team of 15 going or from my side, and I wanted to do that. more I think about the more I'm like, no, it's my vacation. I want to choose violence. And, <laughs> like, it's it, they, they don't come around here often. And the next time I would see them, it's probably going to be in August if I'm lucky. So I was like, two pieces sounding good. And then I had the thought today, which is not, and when I say this, nobody's going to be like, oh, that's weird. You'll get it. I kind of 
want to go to Vegas on Wednesday night. Like, we'll take a red eye and go to Vegas because March Madness is Thursday and Friday for the first round of 64. And come back on Saturday on my birthday and do that. And I'm not opposed to it. It'll be a split decision. It'll be like literally on Wednesday morning, I'm going to wake up, look at flights for that night and be like, fuck it. Or I just won't do it. I don't know. And then Saturday, I had All That Remains, and then there was a show at Legends, and I didn't want to do either of them. I kind of told Sarah, I was like, honestly, I'd rather just, like, I want to cancel my birthday this year and stay home and watch Netflix and just be a a bed burrito and just, like, be depressed. I don't know. Because my past with birthdays it's either hit or miss and i feel like this one's gonna be a miss so like i can set it up to be just like me time and uh so i don't know and then sunday sarah big smile legends and then i have to go back to being a manager by monday so five day bender and uh figure it out when i go back to work if i go back to work also haven't decided that so that's uh two positives and then the multiple positives with that and then the negative into the positive is that like i said i hate taking vacations because i don't know what to do and i don't like not being active and having a purpose and having something to consistently do so like yesterday and today when i did nothing and tomorrow is going to be the same i just don't have anything that i want or need to get accomplished so It's just like, I feel like I'm wasting time on my vacation. I don't like that. But the positive is it's going to get better by Wednesday somehow, some way. Doing something for sure. It's just flipping a coin or texting one of the girls and being like, hey, what do I do? Do I go to Vegas? Do I stay here? Do I go to Mayday? Do I go to Two Piece? I don't know. So, yeah. Right on. Um, I'm going to start off with my negative because it kind of leads into a positive, I Swear guess. to God, you're about to talk about LDB, aren't you? Obviously. Ah, this is going to be a longer episode now. No, it's. I'm going to keep it <laughs> as short as possible. Um, no, I mean, well, the negative is that LDB weekend is over as quickly as it came. So you went down Friday, but you didn't go... No, you went down Thursday? I went down Thursday night. I got there around... Well, I... I kind of left straight from work. Like, I stopped. I went to the mall, and then I left, got down there around, like, 10, 10 p.m. on Thursday. I think the pre-show wrapped up around, like, uh, 9.30 or something like that because one, um, one of the bands actually had to drop, which uh, was Momentum. They ended up actually adding them into the lineup on Friday. Sick. So Friday went a little bit late, um, which was fine. But, I mean, the negative is that it's over. Um, which, which sucks, but, uh, the positive is that it was a successful weekend. Um, had a lot of fun. Top five bands, I would say, or top five sets, um, Incendiary, Mindforce, Omerta, Drain, and probably like a tie between like Magnitude and Tsunami. I was going to say, if you swear to God, if you don't say Tsunami... <laughs> Um, how was Two Witnesses? Uh, I don't even think we. I don't even think I watched them. God, to be honest you, with you. Ben goes to LDB and doesn't even support the local tour or local acts. Incredible, canceled. Well, I stayed for the good bands. So. <laughs> wow, I've honestly no shade against at Two Seth Witnesses Lewis, at Ryan's story. I don't think I've 
I, I might, I might have seen them once, but no shade to them at all. Uh, we ended up leaving during or right before MH Chaos because the running joke is that MH Chaos is just corny, and so mm-hmm. we talk shit about them a lot. And we went and got a beer and some food at the brewery down the street. Did they serve beer there? No, at, at the venue. Okay, so no, there's car bars still. So they claimed it was because it is an all ages show, but I'm like. Even shows you drink at are all ages. You just show your ID. Literally. But no big deal because, I mean, it was cheaper to drink at the brewery than at the... And last year... That it did, would be at a venue. Or two years ago, we did the car bar. Yeah. Yeah, the car bar. We um, we actually didn't do a car bar just because um, the parking situation was like we basically had to park in a neighborhood and I didn't want to like drink outside <laughs> of somebody's house, basically. I think we did... I think we did car beers like once on Friday mm-hmm. like we they had brought like a couple of tall boys we just sat and just like did that but um yeah uh it was it was cool lots of I, every band that we saw was good I yeah. mean like honestly no bad sets um guy from Tsunami sounded great there was a huge pile up during magnitude set Hello. like there was in 2020. <laughs> um, so that was super cool. Got to see some friends, a lot of friends actually. Um, and I think, uh, inclination and, uh, or most of inclination and Noctilus are on the road right now. So they, did, were they there or did they? Yeah. Most, I think all of Noctilus was there okay. because, I, uh, Brian is in that new band weapon X mm-hmm. and Isaac also is. And Isaac is also an in inclination. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Pack was there. I saw him. Okay. Uh, and then the newest guitarist. Yeah. The kind of shorter guy with the like swoopy hair. He was there because he actually, I didn't see him, but he was tweeting about it. Um, Omerta was crazy. Just imagine like a dude that's like 5'2", wearing a short sleeve Under Armour shirt tucked into his pants with black gloves on. Mm-hmm. For a dude that's 5'2", that was, like, intimidating. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was super cool. Um, second positive is... Um, I, don't, I, like, thought of my second positive, and then I, like, forgot it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess uh, keeping the momentum rolling um, converge on Friday. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm doing on um, Friday. I forgot about that. And then the I next have Tuesday is Under Earth, so... Yeah. Yeah. I got to make sure I tell my manager I need the day off. Otherwise, good luck finding an MOD. One or the other. Yeah. I um, I don't know. Like, there's been a lot. It's, like, been a busy month, but not crazy busy mm-hmm. with, like, stuff. So, like, I'm staying busy in the fact that, like, there's plenty of stuff to look forward to, but not so much to where I'm, like, pushing myself yeah. And to where I'm like just burnt out. I was thinking about it earlier too. And I was like, you've done actively more than I have this entire year, probably <laughs> by at least 50%. Like all I've done is work. And yeah. you have been in, at this point, three different cities, if not four. Yeah. Seen more, at least eight shows. No. Yeah. Cl- probably close to it. Yeah, I'd have started to, at Foxy, and we saw one in January, I think, or you did. Yeah, I saw what was that in January? I think it was something at Legends, maybe. Yeah, yeah, and then Foxy, then uh, LDB, and I'm just like, man, he's gonna one up me this year, and I, I was like, I gotta play catch up during the summer or something. Yeah, my my summer is not quite as filled up yet. I mean, there's like 
other events and stuff, but as far as shows, I haven't booked a whole lot yet. None of the festivals appeal to me this year. Like, Louder Than Life, it's all older bands. Um, Louder Than Life has enough cool bands that I would go and see, but I... it, I just got to decide if I actually want to go. Incarnation <laughs> is a mediocre again. Like, Incarceration it, has been bad for it's, a while. <laughs> it, the fact that, like, it's not even the bad lineup. It's the fact that I'm driving all that way to see the lineup. And it's like, if I'm yeah. going to, like, I don't mind doing two hours, but when I'm pushing three, four hour drive just to see some bands that I could catch here in Cincinnati on a one off, like, yeah. Uh, oh, congratulations, Cincinnati, for getting MCR and Turnstile. That's the, yep. that's, ridiculous sold out literally so quick 12 minutes 12 minutes sell out and you can still buy tickets if you want to be in the pit you can pay 400 dollars. if you want to be on the lower rim all the way across from the entire stage on the opposite side of the room 99 that's your options i just i mean i'm sure like at this point like since mcr is kind of playing shows again yeah, I'm sure I'll get to catch them at some point, and I am already seeing Turnstile in May, so I'm like, I'm not that hurt about it. I'm not upset about it because I don't, I don't fuck with and Heritage also, Bank. I would rather go to like a festival and with see MCR for four hundred dollars total. Yeah, then see the, pay a bunch and see them at an arena where I can barely see what the fuck's going on. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Man, we wrapped up our three positives and negatives pretty quick. Yeah. I'm not a I'm, sixteen minutes, man. I mean, talk about record time. Last time we just talked for forty minutes, and they're like, "Oh, we got to wrap this shit up," and didn't even <laughs> say anything. It's <laughs> like, oh yeah, mental health is important, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Dude, I have an idea about our season finale, too. It's going to be a bonus episode, but I think it'll be fun. So stay tuned for that. Also, stay tuned for uh, something me and Ben are working on. We're working on a solo project that hasn't started yet, but we talked about it. And just like when we talked about this podcast, it's going to happen. When? Could be November of this year. Could be May. We don't know. Who knows, but uh, I'm excited for that, and I'm looking forward to that because... Involves music theory, and I don't know music theory, so it'll be fun. And I barely know music theory. <laughs> hey, that's what matters. <laughs> uh, but no, um, this week I was trying to think about like something that like would be topical, relatable, and just something that I've been struggling with. And I, yeah, I thought of like, well, we haven't covered jealousy a lot, and not jealousy in the sense of animosity and like bitterness towards people, but just like. It can go a lot of different ways, so I'll just dive into that. But I've just been thinking about how, not in the sense of comparing myself to others, that's not the direction I want to take this topic, but in the direction of seeing how somebody else performs or achieves something and being like, damn, I wish like whatever they have, I want that. And then it brings out a competitive spark in me. Because everybody who knows me knows I am the least competitive person. That's why I quit skateboarding competitions. That wasn't for me. That's why I didn't like, you know, doing uh, video game competitions or were uh, player versus player because I'm not a competitive. It's not in my blood to be competitive in that nature. I have to beat you. I have to be better than you. I'd rather see you win than for me to beat you in something. Now, Monopoly, oh, it's hands on sight. Fuck you. But... And for the other stuff, like, it's not me. But, like, I'm going to use a few examples here. And there's uh, a try to be vague but detailed uh, and nameless as possible. So 
I have these a uh, coworker right now and a former coworker that I worked with who had been with the company that I'm at for, as uh, you've heard on previous episodes, for one has been there for six years. One, ha- I think they've both been there about six years, maybe seven years, going on seven years. And um, they're both younger than me, uh, by the way, as well. Um, and one's, uh, fuck it, I'll just say it. One is turning 22. The other will be turning 26 this year. So you're with the company for six, seven years. You're this part. And, and the former one had, this, they both started as a bagger. And they both worked their way up in the company in a significant amount of time in those years and are achieving greatness with it and I'm like that's awesome like that's like it's a testimonial thing to be like they're so young you know at 22 and 25 and they're working their way up to higher than what I'm considered to be right now which is fine but it's just like I want that I want to be like I'm good at my job I want to do that I want to burn that like I just want what their pay is for what I'm doing now or for being their position because it's just testimonial. And uh, it's just like that spark. And it's like, it's not about how well you do your job. It's about who your ultimate manager is, though. And I've learned that along the way. It's about who you know and who you impress. Yeah. And that's who has final control over it. So it's nothing personal on my end. It's not like I suck at my job. It's just like the jealousy that came from like, me starting during COVID, like as it was very active and some of the changes that uh, my company made during that time, it gives me an unfair advantage, in my opinion, to achieving more because of some of the cutbacks and setbacks that they made. So yeah. it's just like, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. It's like, man, if I can do this and I can do what they do, but I can't get the opportunity to do it and I have to wait it out because logistically with operations, you have to fill a spot before you can create a spot, if yeah. that makes sense. And I don't know, I'm rambling now, but that's one thing I've thought about. And then I got another one, but you're spin. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, um, no, I feel the same way. Like, uh, that kind of jealousy of like seeing someone, you know, reach a goal and, you know, like attain success. Um, and I don't know, like, well, my first thought is like, you know, I'm proud of that person and, you know, I'm happy that they're doing what they're doing and achieving their goals. Um, but like for me, some, like a lot of the stuff is, you know, um, like before the pandemic and everything, like I was doing a lot of concert photography and, um, I haven't shot a concert in years now, you know, it's been a few years Mm -hmm. and, you know, I can't like put blame on anyone else but myself because I haven't put in the work, you know, since shows have come back to like actively get back into it. But just, you know, I see people shooting these shows, getting these opportunities to, you know, go on tour or to shoot this big band or, you know, tour with this other band, or they got asked to shoot this band that's like huge, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's not that like, I'm like, oh, I wish I like, oh, I wish I had that now because I, I mean, part of me does. Yeah. But then also I think about how even when I was really active, 
doing concert photography, you know, I got some decent shows, but for the most part, it's like the things I'm seeing is like, even when I was at my most active, like I wasn't still reaching those, you know, heights. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like there's a certain jealousy that goes into that. And, um, I find that, you know, with jealousy, just in general, a lot of the time, um, it's like, I'm not going to say all the time, but like some of the time it's like something that like I'm jealous, but if I actually like put in the work Mm -hmm. and like worked as hard as this person or that person, like I could probably be at that level. You can do anything that you set your mind to. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You think part of that too, and I'll, I'll say this, but you ever thought in as the like advantage like we're talking about or the unfair playing field it's you have a full-time job you are currently married you have a life outside of both work and you have multiple hobbies i might add and some of the people that i know you're referring to do you think that it's like that's their full-time day job like that is their business and their job and so you're looking at it from their perspective of like this is what they do for a living man what i would do to just quit my job leave my (laughs) wife like it live makes, in a van. <laughs> it makes like no physical, like it makes no sense like uh-huh. whatsoever. Um, but then on the flip side, like when you were married and you were shooting those shows and you did get those access, you're like, listen, I have a full time job and I'm still doing this. So yeah. I think in that's one thing that I'll wrap up in the positive because I was talking to my one of my therapists, uh, girl therapists about this um, armchair therapist, I'll call it. And uh, they brought up a really good point, but it's like, it's all about the perspective of like what, what jealousy is to who you are to the next person. Yeah. Because I mean, I can sit here and say, I'm really jealous that you have a really attractive wife, a home over your head. You guys are doing great. And then it's like, I don't have a wife. I don't even have a girlfriend. Uh, like just like perspective of like, man, he's got a really long desk that he has no need for in his upstairs, uh, in his upstairs. But it's like, man, that's success to me. Like you're doing fine. You got one Lego set and two mics on it. And then you're like, come over to my house and you're like, he's got a 27 inch iMac, man. Like he can do anything he wants with that. And as somebody who's a graphic designer, you're like, damn, that would be so sick for editing. (laughs) Yeah, especially since my well, I st- I still haven't taken my iPad to fucking go get fixed mm-hmm. um, after I dropped it. Dude, I'll sell you my twenty-seven inch for two hundred bucks. Dead serious. I need I need to get rid of it. I told my mom I would this week. That's a I'll side think about it. That's a side <laughs> conversation. <laughs> but seriously, somebody take that from me. So- Doesn't come with a keyboard, but. Whatever. What do you need a keyboard for? No, you don't. I mean, the future. You can literally use like your laptop, pair it with that, and type. Like, I mean, the future is now. Yeah. 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 Future is now, old man. It's fine. Um, I also think about Olivia Rodrigo's song "Jealousy." I haven't listened to it in a while, so I don't know any of the lyrics. But she sings "Jealousy, Jealousy," and then that's all I know. But great song, and yeah, I get it. Like, there's a lot of emotion with that, and. Um, it's, and sometimes it can be envious though, like where, well, talking about that perspective, it's like, I was kind of, growing up, I had a childhood friend in high school who like, I was always kind of jealous of because he, uh, 
I don't know. He had like, okay, so I'll just go into raw details because I don't, I, I don't stay in touch with him anymore. But he was not the most attractive looking kid. Like he was tall, uh, skinny, and kind of like I'm gonna say he was ugly because I would never be, like he was not. Oh, fuck. I just say it. I thought I was a lot more attractive than he was. I'll be honest, but he was taller than me. He had like that country vibe to him. Like if we were in Lexington at the time, but he had uh, like that Ross attitude with him. You know what I mean? Um, and like I was, there was something about him to where I always looked at his life and like he was going to school, he was getting an education, he was on a bowling league, he was focused with these things he just he loved cars he could fix anything and I'm looking at it like I, I'm looking at all of his strengths and attributions and I was like damn like I wish I had some of those like what what is it that you can how do I learn to do like so, and some of the things are unteachable it's just a gift yeah and then like one day I was talking to him and he goes wait you're jealous of me I've been jealous of you literally since we met because of and he listed all the things like he goes you're a fantastic skateboarder you have a way of talking to anybody anywhere you go you just carry yourself very positively like and he's listening all my strengths gifts and attributions and I was like oh like and it's weird when you literally just have that discussion and be like with somebody that you're jealous of and you clear that up it's like oh maybe I'm not jealous of you and you learn that that together you just don't know that person you just don't know that person you bring those two strengths together in one person and it's like damn like yeah I think like it's definitely true because like I even like, you know, like I, I have more online friends than real life friends. Uh, and some of those, seen and, friend count? <laughs> and some of those online friends have turned into like where like we have hung out in real life multiple times and have a genuine friendship, mm-hmm. you know, but like the thing about that is like sometimes, you know, like the online persona is different. I feel like my online persona is way different from what I am in real life. I used to fake everything. I'm like, wait, like yeah. I, we'll if you like really one. know me, like I'm, I'm pretty chaotic and I will say some off the wall shit. Twitter only. Oh, uh, my, the LDB, the Airbnb homies. Ooh, that was weird. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was, that was me drinking <laughs> a fucking cider guy. <laughs> you, oh, you're a little fruity. The, uh, <laughs> Airbnb homies this weekend can attest to that. But like, the like I'll see people online that I speak with and I'm like, oh like that person is like so cool. Like they'll talk to anybody. Like, you know, they have like this like just like cool guy like persona. Like not in a bad way. Cause there's like the cool guy like yeah. Oh, like I'm gonna go to show and I'm not gonna talk to anybody because I'm too good for I'll you. I'll let people approach me. Yeah, yeah. Like that. And then like I'll meet that person and I'm like how are you more awkward than I am? Like, (laughs) like you really like don't know that about the person. Um, but yeah, I thought you like brought up a good point about like jealousy versus envy. Cause I feel like jealousy is like, you know, like I want to be like this person. Mm -hmm. And then like envy is like, I need to be like this person. Yeah. Like where, they go out and buy a Tesla. So you're like, oh, well, now I have to go out and buy a Tesla. And then brings out that, like, when we rather than about like, the competitive oh, nature. He, like, he bought a Tesla. Like, I wish I could buy a Tesla. Yeah. It's just like, I have to one up him now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it, yeah. It's like very much like a, 
and like a natural like one-upsmanship. I did not buy a Tesla, by the way. If you think that's where he was going with no. that, just for to set the record clear. <laughs> and if you see me park no. my Tesla in my garage, no, you didn't. Neither of us are buying Teslas. If you yeah. buy a Tesla, I might smack you across the face. We've talked about that. I'm not allowed to. It was it was vetoed. I can't buy a Tesla. So, and I also passed on the BMW 550i. And I looked. I want the A uh, S5 so bad, but I I'm not doing that one either. But I've got it narrowed down. To four vehicles, and which if you're hearing that, yeah, that's progress compared to the, I do like a, it's like the NCAA tournament with me and cars. It's like, I start with like 138 and then I bring it back down and to around a 64, 32, sweet 16, elite eight, final four. Yeah. And then I test drive them all and I'll be like, all right, this is the one that has my heart. Okay. Uh, we got to wrap this up by nine now. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we got this. We, we got, got this. this. Uh, but yeah, I think that like some of the, uh, it, I don't know, some of the words that I was going to say were not going to, I was trying to wrap this up and I'm like, we got 25 minutes left. Like, hmm, reality 15. But uh, positives on like the perspective thing of it this is what i think about too because when i was talking to her about it i was like listen i'm it i've been wanting i've been holding this in for a while but like there's this person that you and i both know and everybody knows and i was like i've always been really jealous of how they how who they are and how they are like with females with like people with just like life and no, I know them personally enough to know they don't have their shit together and their life isn't as glamorous as I want to make myself believe it is in my head. But there's that certain attribution that I see they carry when they're out in public and I'm like, man, like what does it take for me to communicate with girls in that flirtatious manner like he does and I'm like, I don't get it. Like I'm not even kidding you, Ben. The other day I was at Legends and came up and I know her but I don't know her like that in that sense and I was like oh I really wanted to meet her and talk to her so she came up to the bar and I was like uh I was talking to Sarah and uh but I'd like to I was telling her I was like yeah I'd really like to get to know you bought her a beer she walked off never talked to her the rest of the night that's me flirting I was and then I was talking to Nathan I was like Nathan, what the fuck was that? Like, you didn't help. You don't want to spot me out there. Like, just be like, hey, man, maybe you should go talk to her instead of just being awkward and just buy her a beer and let her walk away and not, not even care. And I'm like, yeah, half of it's the effort and the energy you put into it. Like, I wasn't confident enough or I was too scared to approach a conversation thinking that I would come off as making a pass to her. And I was like, and then scare her and she runs away forever and never talks to me again. So I, I just like, but... He can just go up to anybody and just full conversation. And then they go to another bar together. Like, it's just, like, ridiculous. And I'm like, what does it take for me to get that? Like, is that something that can be instilled and taught in me? Or, And so I'm talking to my therapist about it. And that's the point that she brought up was, like, I know that what you're seeing is this, and I know that this can be painful, especially because it's more emotionally involved with you. 
But think about the perspective because there can be a lot of things that this person sees about you that he's also jealous of yeah. and you don't know that. And we already talked about this and stuff like that, but that was one thing that like I when I read that and reciprocated that, that then changed my perspective on it too. And I was like, Oh, she is right. Like it's it's something that like bring yourself back down. Don't worry about what he's doing because, like you said, with envy versus jealousy, it's like I can practice talking to girls in a flirtatious manner. I can practice and learn how to not be socially awkward in those situations when they arise out in public. Yeah. And But I can't be mad at somebody else who is doing it for the reasons that I'm not even doing it for. Like, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. So Yeah, like... Um I'm going to like, I guess this isn't a hot take. I, I feel like, you know, I can explain myself pretty well. But, you know, I feel like in a way, you know, jealousy can be used as a positive tool. Um, I mean, it, it's like, I guess it's like not really jealousy, but maybe just like, well, I, I don't know. Well, let me just explain it. But <laughs> yeah, um, so... I think it can be used as a positive tool just in the sense of like, you know, let's say I, you know, like the whole like Tesla thing, Mm -hmm. you know, like I can look at that person's life and I say, oh, you know, maybe I'm not jealous they bought a Tesla. Like, I don't want a Tesla. I'm just jealous of the fact that They they can afford that. Yeah. And, you know, I can use that to then say, okay, well why do I not make that much money? Okay. Well, you know, I work here and I, and I do this, what can I do to either, you know, you know, get a side hustle or maybe I want to ask for a raise at work. Maybe Maybe I want to stop spending your money on fucking craft beers. Like exactly. Because that's an expensive hobby. That's okay. I, uh, I bought cheap beer all weekend. So I only buy cheap beer anymore and seltzers. Anyway, Um, moving on. But yeah, the, uh, just using that as a as a tool to say like okay well you know i'm jealous of this person because they make more money than i do mm-hmm. um and i'm not saying like you need to go and work harder to make more money that, to be happy you know i think that you can look at your own situation and make the best out of it without saying like i need to make more money you know maybe you need to rearrange your your means and what you do. You yeah. know, it's not necessarily that you need to go find a new job that pays double what you make now. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can use that to, you know, say like, okay, maybe one day, you know, if I work hard, put away like $500 every couple months, then in five years, six years, whatever, then maybe I can buy a Tesla. Yeah. And then maybe at that time, I'm not even going to want a fucking Tesla, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then I can use that money to do something else. You know, but I think the issue is when you start getting into the envious side of things where you're like, I'm willing to do some back alley deals <laughs> type yeah, shit yeah. to like to get th- this thing that I want, you know, so that I can be on this person's level or so that I can post on my Facebook and say like, oh, well, look what I have. You yeah. know, you bought a $30,000 car. Well, I bought a 
$35,000 car Mm -hmm. or I bought a $40,000 car. And I paid cash for it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then on this one, because I didn't realize the timeline that I was personally on before I came here because I thought I could buy myself 30 minutes and I didn't because that's my fault and poor time management. But I did come here early, so whatever. Um, Shit, I just had that thought too. I literally just had it. Um, So I want to end on this. I do think that in today's society, with the way that work and uh, economics, millennials, and the generation underneath us, it's not about necessarily the skill set and what you know as much as it really is who you know. And like uh, some people argue with that, and I understand both sides of it, but... um, I just know that I would never be in the position that I was in in w- like with my social cue, with my work cue, with my business cues. Like it's not about I know what I know and I can learn and adapt different skills and different traits and different like I can learn anything. I'm very I'm unfortunately very smart upon contrary belief of like processing information and learning things on a high degree. Um But with all that information, it wouldn't go anywhere if I didn't know the right people to get me to A to B to C to D to E. Mm -hmm. And when you look at that, it's just kind of like the only way that you can keep going and not like you're talking about with your photography, like even as a side hustle, even as a hobby to shoot some of those bigger shows. When you or I need help, like when I were when I was promoting shows too, it wasn't about like, hey, I'm just gonna go on Instagram as a person who has 600 followers and be like, I promote shows in Cincinnati. Um, hit me up. I'll pay you to play in my city at this venue. It was like, no, let me talk to Q. Let me talk to Chris. Let me see who's touring. Let me see what packages are being offered and learning the logistics of it, and then saying or Q coming to me and being like, hey, I don't want to pick this show up, but this is the bill. This is what they're asking. This is the date. Do you want to pick this up? And be like, yes or no. And it was a quick thing of after I learned the logistics of it, yeah, I'll pick that up. And then from there, being able to throw some local shows or having a torn band reach out to me and be like, hey, I need a date for this, uh, or I need this date. Do you have anything that we can hop on? And be like, yeah, I can throw something together or no. Um same thing at work. Like, it's not like in the position that I'm in now, it was about who I knew. I made good with my managers when I started that job. I made good with excelling with what I do. So, you're not, I don't think that you're ever going to get anywhere to be when you have that jealousy. You, the only thing that you can change is making more out of your situation and seeing. Like, let it light a fire in you in a positive way instead of a negative way yeah. that it turns into envy. Like, start talking to other people. Start talking to the person that you're jealous of. Learn what they do that you're not doing yeah. and try to adapt that to your life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I feel like the majority of people, if you ask them for advice, I mean, there are standoffish people that, you know, maybe they hear that question, they think like, oh, this person's trying to like, you know, they want to get to, you know, they, they want to compete with me. Mm-hmm. And so they're not going to want to give you advice. They're just going to say, oh, you know, just keep working at it. Keep you your know? friends close. Keep your enemies close. Yeah. So that's a bunch of bullshit. I want my yeah. enemies as far away from me exactly. as possible. Like, um, no, but just, I mean, like, it wouldn't hurt to reach out to that person and say, you know, if it is a, you know, let's say 
say you're in a band, you know, and, and you see a band that, you know, they just got a big tour offer mm-hmm. and, and you're like, well, I'm playing our, you know, sixth local show to the same 20 people and half of those people are my family. And we have <laughs> and the no other merch. bands. Yeah, yeah, no merch. And, you know, just like reaching out to that other band and saying like, hey, like, you know, what what do you guys do? Like, uh, what do you do on a daily basis to make sure you're succeeding? Mm-hmm. You know, um, how do you, you know, go upon a profitable way, an affordable way to make your merch? You know, where do you get your merch designs from? Do you have an artist you work with? Um, you know, who masters your music? You know, um, things like that. Because generally when people are succeeding, you know, they're they're doing the right things. They're making the right moves. Um, and you can look at successful bands or successful people that you hate, <laughs> but um, there's a reason those people are in that position. Yeah. You know, um, now I'm not saying that every rich person's successful person out there had it, had it difficult. Right. Some were given that hand, some fed were, the hand. Yeah. Some were fed it with a silver spoon <clears throat> and they were set up for success by their, you know, friends, parents, whatever. Um, and they don't necessarily have to try very hard to succeed. But, you know, I, I think for the most part, people that are successful have put in the work, have mm-hmm. put in the footwork and <clears throat> just reaching out to that person and, you know, just asking for advice instead of saying like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to fest, I'm going to let it fester and I'm going to, you know, sit there like a little angry potato and be mad at the world instead of trying to, you know, better my situation and, and try and be at that spot that I really want to be at. Like, um, it's a weird ending because of my own fault. Honestly, I might even call you later and we'll just zoom the last half and be <laughs> like, Oh, we need more. Uh, Carson, we need like 14 more minutes. Uh, cause hop on zoom real quick. And I'll be like, all right. And then it's like weird audio. Yeah, we can do that. It's fine. Yeah. Anyway. We could just, just next week. We'll just do like a two hour episode. We could record tomorrow even because like I said, I'm not doing anything tomorrow. We could yeah. definitely do that. And then yeah. just piggyback on pony back on pony back. Or yeah. pony back running in on it. Yeah. Um, Nicole is a hundred percent mad at me now. I don't know what I did, but she's a hundred percent definitely mad at me for the moment. So stay tuned on how that progresses. Uh-oh. Yeah, not a fan of that one. But you uh-huh. know what? I'm on vacation. It's not my problem. Yeah, so exactly. whatever. Like not your I, circus, not your monkeys. N- I like that. I'm going to run with that one. <laughs> Literally. I got to run. We love you guys. Yes. Um, if, love as you. always, if you have any questions, please feel has feel hesitant to reach out to <laughs> Don't us. Reach <laughs> out. Yeah, Don't reach out. Don't you dare. I'm on vacation. Don't talk to me. Um, uh, reach out to us. Uh, both of our uh, Facebooks are our names, Karsten Long and Ben Trailer. Uh, so shoot us a message. You can yeah. hop on the Instagram page if I'm even still. I don't even. I think I saw off my phone. MHMPod.com. My phone number's on there. And uh, yeah, I'm yeah. still paying for it as of until June. Maybe yeah. even next June. I don't know how long I paid for that. Um, but yeah, reach out to us. If you have any questions, thoughts, concerns. Talk to somebody, talk to a therapist, and welcome to, uh, and when this comes out, welcome to the first week of spring. Yeah. Hoorah. Hoorah. Don't love that one. We'll be back next week. Probably. I am almost 100% sure in saying this, that we will have a guest. (laughs) 
I, we conversations don't, have been had. He doesn't know that I'm going to say, yeah, but we can have the guests and record the episode, but this is the fucking season of us, so that episode's going to get pushed. It so. might. We'll, th- we'll think about it. But We're we booking again. We, we are, are trying to figure it out. Yeah. So if you want to be on the podcast, um, hit us up. Yeah. Uh, if you don't want to be on the podcast. Also hit us up. Also hit us up and just say, hey, what's up? If you see me on the street, hit me in the face. If you see me on the street and you're driving, please Run hit me, me over. <laughs> please hit me as hard as you can. Okay. All right. Uh, we love you guys. Thank we'll you, see you so next much. Week. Bye. Bye.